next on the 5 o'clock report. Damaging wind gusts close to 60 miles an hour. Without a doubt, would have been an economic catastrophe. 51 is better than 50. They're getting nervous. We but have you're free. freedom. Yeah. You have freedom. These guys are giving everything for this country. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Here they come again. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. We speak of the high winds. High wind warnings, watches, and advisories in place for most of western New York for tonight into Saturday. Damaging wind gusts up to 60 miles an hour. WKBW meteorologist Mary Beth Roble. Don't be mistaken. You want to really protect those outdoor objects, like your holiday decorations, your garbage cans, anything that's outside that's loose. You want to secure them now before the high winds come here. We're looking for damaging wind gusts close to 60 miles an hour. Our meteorologist Kevin Williams with an updated forecast straight ahead. Now to Washington. President Biden signing off on a forced labor deal designed to prevent a railroad strike. The bill I'm about to sign ends a difficult rail dispute and helps our nation avoid what without a doubt would have been an economic catastrophe at a very bad time. The measure forces a deal between freight railroads and their unions averting a December 9th shutdown that some say would have crippled the economy ahead of the holiday season. A coalition of railroad workers is calling that forced deal despicable. The Railroad Workers United group says both Republicans and Democrats opted to side with big business over working people. A better-than-expected jobs report giving a boost today to those hoping for an American economic recovery. 263,000 jobs were added to the economy in November, 63,000 above expectations, while the unemployment rate remains steady at 3.7 percent, despite rising layoffs, especially in the tech sector. Hourly earnings rose more than expected from October, and that will be a key data point for the Federal Reserve to chew on at its meeting this month. CBS's Jason Brooks, however, also a cautionary tale today. The jobs numbers for September and October have been revised. They show slower growth than the Labor Department had previously reported. By the way, the average wage in American now, $32.82 an hour. A group of moderate Republicans throwing their support behind minority leader Kevin McCarthy in his bid to become Speaker of the House. California's McCarthy won support from Republicans for the speakership nomination, but a group of conservatives is threatening his path to secure the gavel in January. With early voting coming to an end, it's on to Election Day on Tuesday in Georgia, where the U.S. Senate runoff between Democrat Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker remains hotly contested. The Warnock campaign brought in former President Obama to try to rally the faithful. 51 is better than 50 because it means Reverend Warnock will keep representing you in Washington. Walker says that just shows his opponent's desperation. They're getting nervous because they got Obama here again. Democrats currently hold a 50-49 lead in the Senate with the power to break ties in their favor thanks to a Democratic vice president. Now to Ukraine. CBS's MTS Tayeb spoke with one couple among tens of thousands doing their best to keep warm and alive amid relentless Russian missile attacks on the country's power grid. It's a misery. Anastasia knows all too well. It's so cold. You have no electricity. You have no heating. You have no water. But you're free. You have freedom. A senior advisor to Ukraine's president said today that as many as 13,000 Ukrainian soldiers have been killed since Russian troops invaded the country last February. Vladimir Zelensky's aide said between 10,000 and 13,000 have died fighting the Russians. Neither Ukraine nor Russia released much in the way of casualty numbers. Ukraine's military hasn't confirmed or denied the Zelensky advisor's estimate. Back to the U.S., the Air Force has unveiled its new high-tech stealth bomber. 
The B-21 Raider can carry nuclear and conventional weapons and is designed to be able to fly without a crew. The B-21 is the first new U.S. bomber in decades and is on track to cost nearly $700 million per plane. Defense manufacturer Northrop Grumman says six of the planes are currently in different stages of assembly and testing at its facility in Palmdale, California, where the unveiling will take place. I'm Trey Thomas. A web designer who won't make a wedding website for same-sex couples is taking her case to the Supreme Court. The high court will hear a case Monday involving Lori Smith of Littleton, Colorado. She's an evangelical Christian. She argues that Colorado's anti-discrimination law violates her free speech rights by forcing her to express messages that go against her Christian beliefs. Still keeping a close eye on the erupting Mauna Loa volcano in Hawaii. While it's mostly been just a tourist draw to this point, many including including this resident, worried that lava flows are going to eventually cut off some of their roads. We have such limited roadways on this island, and anytime we lose a roadway, it just shifts all that traffic somewhere else. The U.S. Geological Survey says the lava's progression has slowed down significantly. It's still about three miles away from the highway that connects Hilo and Kona. U.S. soccer star Christian Pulisic has been cleared to play in tomorrow's big World Cup match for the U.S. against the Netherlands. I hope people watching, especially back home in the States, can see, wow, these guys are really giving everything for each other, for this country, and uh, that's what really makes us special. Pulisic suffered a pelvic contusion while scoring a goal in the team's final group play match against Iran this week. The U.S. would go on to win that game 1-0 in advance to the round of 16. So the Americans take on the Netherlands tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time in Qatar. The bad news, America is 1-4 in five previous games against the Netherlands. Start spreading the news. Well, the only surprise is that it took this long to happen. A musical about the life of Frank Sinatra is coming to Broadway. Sinatra the Musical will feature some of the late singer's greatest hits, including New York, New York, My Way, and Strangers in the Night. Sinatra's daughter, Tina, is one of the producers. Still no word, though, on when it'll open on the Great White Way. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, an update on a Pennsylvania train derailment, sorting out a PA house power struggle, and a pledge of help for New York hospitals dealing with a wave of RSV patients. Here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Showers arrive overnight in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. It becomes breezy area-wide, windy across the Finger Lakes and near Lake Erie as well during the overnight, with temperatures steady or slowly rising overnight. It'll be a windy day tomorrow. It turns colder in the afternoon. Showers slip to flurries in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. Winds could gust past 50 miles an hour in favored areas as temperatures drop. Some localized lake snows are likely Saturday night into Sunday, east of Lake Ontario and to a lesser extent east of Lake Erie. All right, thank you, Kevin. And now we have an update for you on the train derailment that took place today just northwest of Harrisburg. Norfolk Southern said that thankfully there were no injuries reported. Also, that these cars were not carrying any hazardous materials. And since the derailment, their crews have been on scene. There are frames out there, very large equipment, trying to clean up the mess that was left as well as just do any repairs that they can at this time. WGAL's Jocelyn Howard. Now, we reached out to the company also asking what caused the train to derail. We did not get an answer on that at this point yet, but we are still asking a lot of questions. Staying in Harrisburg, who rules the roost in the Pennsylvania House? Family Life's Bob Price says the answer depends on who you ask. Still a lot of confusion over which party controls the Pennsylvania House. Democrats say they've secured the majority status after picking up a dozen seats in the midterms. Republicans say, hold on a minute. 
Senate because of the death of Democrat Tony DeLuca. It's tied 101 Republicans and 101 Democrats. DeLuca passed away a month before the election, but was reelected posthumously. Now the big fight is who has the authority to fill his seat? Nobody knows for sure in Harrisburg. Bob Price, Family Life News. Uh, thanks, Bob. As of December 1st, you might be paying much more for your electric bill. Officials with the Pennsylvania Public Utility Commission say prices are going up for gas and electric for all state-regulated electric utilities. They say it's due to distribution and supply charges, which make up anywhere from 40 to 60 percent of utility bills. Pittsburgh's Fern Hollow Bridge, you may recall, collapsed in January, yet crews are wrapping up construction for a reopening. KDKA's John Shumway. There are construction trucks parked on it. The concrete pour of the bridge is done. In fact, it looks like a bridge. The approaches, the bridge is pretty much complete. And PennDOT District 11 Executive Cheryl Moon Siriani says with confidence. We're going to open here right before Christmas. Pieces of the steel, the railing has been arriving here this week. Components arrive at different times, so they have to get them obviously all together before they start putting them in. Now, they do still have some concrete to pour on part of the approach. Just before Christmas, a portion of the bridge is slated to reopen. Police in Pennsylvania asking for your help in a Walmart smash and grab. Yep, state troopers say robbery suspects made off with more than $25,000 worth of cell phones from the Walmart at St. Mary's on November 17th. A man and woman wearing face masks reportedly walked into the store in the morning, used a crowbar to smash open an electronics display case, then left with the items inside the box of a carpet cleaner. The pair departed the store around 6.50 in the morning and drove off in a dark colored SUV. Police in Punxsutawney welcome any tips you may have in the case. Tracy Lynn, Family Life News. Right, thanks, Tracy. Jerry Seinfeld's headed to Erie. I made a reservation. Do you have my reservation? Yes, we do. Unfortunately, we ran out of cars. But the reservation keeps the car here. You might need a reservation to see Jerry. The comedian slated to bring his newest stand-up routine to Warner Theater on May 18th. New York now memorial services this afternoon for a longtime City of Buffalo employee who was killed in a a snow removal accident after last week's big lake effect storm calling hours this afternoon for 67 year old michael muscarella he passed away after being struck by a high lift during snow removal in south buffalo Senator Chuck Schumer pursuing assistance for Western New York hospitals in the fight against RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus, a disease for which most adults is like the common cold. Every one of us has probably gotten it. Visiting Warsaw, New York today, New York senior senator told News 10. I'm calling on the U.S. Health Department, U.S. Health and Human Services, to take immediate action to get Western New York and upstate hospitals the support they need to take this wave head on and keep all of our kids safe. Schumer says the support for from HHS would go to rural hospitals like Wyoming County Community Health System and to urban facilities such as Oshai Children's Hospital in Buffalo. Schumer also swung by Cortland where he called for a modern health facility, mental health facility to be established there. And a quick look back to Buffalo Bills and their faithful fans got one of their favorite things last night, a win over their longtime tormentor Bill Belichick and his New England Patriots. Buffalo turned in a workmanlike road performance for a 24-10 divisional win. Bills quarterback Josh Allen says the defense did most of the heavy lifting. Our defense played played fantastic ball where we didn't feel like we had to press and, and make any mistakes. Obviously, there's a few plays that we'd like to have back. But again, these are these are these are good wins in division away. It's hard to win this league, so we'll uh, learn from this one, move on. 
The Bills return home next weekend to face another AFC East foe, the New York Jets. This weekend, those Jets are at Minnesota. The Giants host Washington Steelers at Atlanta, and the league-leading Eagles host Tennessee. Your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks ending the day mixed, but made up ground from the beginning of the day as the market dropped as investors digested the November jobs report. Payrolls increased in November by 263,000, and the unemployment rate remained at an historically low 3.7%. Average hourly wages increased on a month-over-month basis in November, and wages were higher from last year by over 5%. These stronger-than-expected data points give more signs of a sticky inflation battle at the Federal Reserve is battling, lending fear in the markets of continued federal interest rate hikes. The Dow today up 34 points, the Nasdaq dropping 21, and the S&P 500 lost four. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you very much, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. We all want to enjoy God's blessings when we're faithful, but we don't always want to accept His correction when we fall short. I'm Rob West with today's Money Wise Minute. God blesses and corrects us to make us godly stewards. His financial principles are wise, but they're also practical. When you obey Him, you generally prosper. On the other hand, when you ignore His principles, for example, by running up debt, God doesn't have to do anything at all to correct you. Living beyond your means has natural consequences. In 1 Samuel 2, God says, those who honor me, I will honor, but those who despise me will be disdained. We follow God's principles, not because it puts us in a position for financial success, but to become more like Christ. That's our ultimate goal. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the MoneyWise community. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance in your app store or visit moneywise.org. Coming up on the five o'clock report, the story and purpose behind the fascinating and frustrating Rubik's Cube. Ooh, a Rubik's Cube. Use your main finger on the yellow side and your other finger on the orange side and turn it. My main finger? Orange side. Here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. Showers arrive overnight in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. It becomes breezy area-wide, windy across the Finger Lakes and near Lake Erie as well during the overnight, with temperatures steady or slowly rising overnight. It'll be a windy day tomorrow. It turns colder in the afternoon. Showers slip to flurries in western New York and northwest Pennsylvania. Winds could gust past 50 miles an hour in favored areas as temperatures drop. Some localized lake snows are likely Saturday night into Sunday, east of Lake Ontario and to a lesser extent east of Lake Erie. All right, thank you very much, Kevin. Finally at five. I'm taking this cube thing with me. I don't understand it, but I will. Nearly 50 years ago, a clever Hungarian professor sought a way to teach complex problem solving. It was then that Erno Rubik became the architect of the gaming phenomenon that bears his name. Problem solving, it's a very basic activity of human mind. And if a problem is complex, you need to divide the problem for smaller elements, smaller pieces. Sage advice there. Almost half a billion of those colorful little cubes have been sold. Mathematicians say any Rubik's Cube can be solved in just 20 moves. The fastest solution ever recorded, under four seconds. The original 3x3 cube had more than 43 quintillion possibilities. That's a 43 followed by 18 zeros. But careful, if you play too much, you might get what's known as Rubik's wrist. But Mr. Rubik says in moderation, his magic cube, as he likes to think of it, is still timeless thanks to its underlying lesson. The main key 
of the cube is the contradiction between uh, complexity and simplicity. Millions of people are sharing this uh, feeling, and uh, that's a good thing. Well, it certainly has been for him anyway. And that's part of our puzzling world for Friday, December 2nd, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. Have a blessed weekend. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.